You know what the Sesame Street word of the day is? Hypocrite. Wanna go, pretty boy? Two minutes by yourself and you feel shame, you know, and then you get free. Anything better than a glass of beer is tea with Miss McGill. <laughs> oh, they're jumping, folks, boys and girls. Get out of the way. Don't get it on you. Oh, distancing, hypocrisy, stupidity. All this today. Welcome, everybody. Welcome to the 4th Line Voice Podcast. My name is Darren. Thank you very much for tuning in to episode 93 of the big show, some enforcer-based podcasting coming at you, brought to you by the Hockey Podcast Network. Oh yes, it's all flying around on social media. Players, ex-players, apparently ex-referees, history's revisionist, is that the proper term? Oh yes, everybody, everybody white knighting on social media, or just playing dumb. It's been painful to read, as social media usually is, and we're going to get to the bottom of it. We'll break it down, we'll see what's happening, you know how we do it around here. So we got the Tim Peel situation, apparently Curtis Gabriel, I'm going to talk about Curtis Gabriel again, three weeks in a row, not so much him, but... Again, the hypocrisy and everything around him, I don't under... And then just me, just... Somebody clarify, I'm just not understanding, apparently. And uh, we'll do that. The Spotlight Player of the Week. I don't know if I've been doing that. Have I been doing that the last few Sundays? I don't know. But yeah, yeah. Well, uh... Hypocrisy, semantics, revisionist. We have lots of big words today going on it's probably because I'm trying to feel smart I, I gotta up my game after having a college gadget on my show if anybody did not tune in please go back and check out episode 92 with Derek Reynolds he was a tremendous guest I uh, played in the SJHL the BC the USHL then went on to college he claims he was an alpha beta I'm leaning more towards trilam. But Derek was a good dude. Every, anybody under 30 will not understand that, sadly. Um, <laughs> Derek was a great... No, seriously, though, Derek was a great guest. I uh, really enjoyed talking to him. Um, and then he played, of course, uh, you know, uh, five years of pro down in Huntsville. Uh, tough dude. Had some great battles. Had some... Uh, told some funny stories of teammates and opponents. And uh, highly encourage you to go back and check that out. Um, also, of course, this episode being episode 93, there's 92 other episodes to check out, but, uh, yeah, John Morasti, uh, Steve McIntyre, Joey Tedarenko, Clark Wilm, Josh Mazur, Kent Staniforth, on and on. Um, I've had great guests on, um, highly encourage you to check out the back catalog if you haven't, um, 
I, I don't know, folks. Seriously, I go around and and like I said, you know, uh, driving around. Like I spend a lot of time in the truck and waiting for shit to warm up and stuff. So I have time. So I, I listen to podcasts while I'm at work, and uh, when I get caught up on my favorites, um, I like to also see what else is out there, uh, what people are doing, and uh, you know. No, I don't want to say steal ideas. What, what's the old? What's the saying? You know, uh, steal from one, it's plagiarism. Steal from many, it's research. Um, you know, so that's kind of what I like to do. Um, but I, yeah, I don't know. Like I, 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 well, and I guess some of the major players. I mean, nothing new. I mean, I've I've bitched and ranted before on here about the Stevie Dangles and. And, and and those types and it, it, I don't I, I don't know who listens to their shit I don't understand like I guess diehards that I don't know I, I don't get it like these same people like the label oh he's an, an analyst or whatever but he's an analyst that doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about like so how can you analyze something I mean I can go out and I, I can analyze the goddamn solar system for you if you want to I don't know what I'm looking at but if you want to call me an analyst I guess like it's embarrassing and I just see like these guys they oh they're like the fact that I don't know no I'm not saying oh they should all be listening to me I mean I, I realize that I have a certain you know group of people that listen to my show you know old time fight fans and whatever, I mean, New Age fans, I'm sure this show scares the shit out of them, you know, but, and I get it, whatever, but, um, I'm giving you my opinion, but I've also done, on my show, I'd like to think I've done some research and looked into it, talked to a few people that were in the know, and, uh, I, you know, not to say I haven't talked out of my ass before, because I probably have plenty past the Banaka, but I mean, you know, holy fuck. Are we serious? I I don't know. I, I, is it this generation that you know they get all their information from memes? I guess I I don't know. I I don't. I shouldn't just say it's Gen Z. It's not because it's idiots of all ages that I've interact with on social media that or I read on social media, and it's just I don't know. I, th- I think problem problem is is one of my biggest pet peeves in life is needless exaggeration, and uh, that's all basically social media is. So <laughs> that's probably more, probably my main detriment. So right now I'm just rambling. No, you guys have no idea what I'm talking about. I haven't I haven't made that very clear. So we'll get into that. Uh, but before we do that, of course, like I said, I'm a member of the Hockey Podcast Network. Fifty five shows in the network. All the NHL teams are represented. Uh, so whatever team you're a fan of, there's a show for you. And they come out weekly and they talk about the you know the, the week that was and, and going forward and all that type of thing. So if you were uh, into that sort of thing, there's a show for you. Uh, myself, Terry Ryan, Brad Lieb, uh, we're over on the original content side. Um, you know, I know I know Terry Ryan just had uh, Biz on his show and it was a really really good interview. Um, yeah, um, for my off network friends, of course, uh, Joel, Joel Azito over at the Island, the uh, Coliseum Chronicles. I don't know what I don't know, Joe. What was I about to call your show? I don't know. 
uh, I don't. I was gonna long. I, I don't want to say Long Island Mud Show. That's not. That's not a very accurate representation of mud. What? Joe Lazito over at the Coliseum Chronicles. Joe's a great dude. Uh, has uh, he is an Islander specific enforcer podcast. He does a great job. He's had Mick Fakota on, Eric Bolton, uh, Aaron Asham, Jason Strudwig, on and on. Uh, right now, he is in the middle of the the Chronicles, known as the Trevor Gillies interview. He is in part four. They've done about twelve hours, and it is tremendous. I know. I I know what some people say. Twelve hours, you know. But yes, it's, well, it's not all about Trevor talking about Trevor for twelve hours. It's uh, you know, he's talking about all his teammates and his opponents and and preparation of and of the role. Can we can we maybe Trevor should like come up with like uh, motivational tapes or just tapes explaining how to and we could like hand them out to people because it seems to me that there is many people that are friggin' clueless about what goes on. You should listen to that podcast and maybe you'd get an idea. But we know they won't, those folks. But, no. Getting back on track. I'm all over the... I'm cat with a laser pointer here today. But no, Trevor Gillies, uh, like I said, episode four is out right now. I'm just uh, loving the interviews. Um, Yeah, I mean, if you guys have listened to my show here for the last little while... I mean, every week I've been pumping them up, and uh, I mean, you'd think I was on Joe's payroll with the way I'm going on, but um, no. It, in seriousness, though, it's uh, like I said, it, it, when it's all said and done, it'll be the player interview that will all other interviews will be judged again, unfairly judged against. But I mean, it, it's great because, um, like I said, Joe and 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 Trevor are friends and um, have been for a long time, so it really comes out in the interview. And uh, obviously, he's getting stories from Trevor that that myself or anyone else wouldn't have gotten. Um, but Joe is, and it, uh, it, it's been great really enjoying it. So keep up the good work. Also, Dan, Paul and Kelly at the obey the puck show and Fred and Dave at the Slewfoot show, a couple of current shows as well that talk about the, the daily hat or the weekly happenings in the NHL and minors and women's hockey and, and they're good people. And I recommend them. And I enjoy listening to them because then I don't have to watch. But yet I am still informed. That way I still have my finger on the pulse, my ear to the ground. I can hear the train coming still. I, I'm, I'm, it's Friday, folks. I'm, I'm giddy. I had today off. I'm just, I don't know, I'm, I'm uh, drinking my uh, Rockstar uh, fruit punch here. Sugar-free because that's so much better. What did I say the word of the day was? But, um, yes. And some hockey cards are here. My order... Well, they came in a while ago, but I was just kind of sorting through them. And, uh... Here, let me, uh... Armchair Sports Collectibles is where I order my cards from. Um, every once in a while, they have some very good deals right now on their... They have a... I cheaped out. I went, well, I didn't cheap out because I wanted the cards and I got a good deal on them. But they, I went through their for, like their for sale thing. You're scrolling forever on their for sale page. And these cards were like 10 cents each. But oh yeah, like I got a bunch, well, it was really cool because I got a bunch of former guests cards. Sean McMorrow and Devin Francon and Jordan Clark. Pat Barton. Pat, I know you're listening out there. Pat Barton. 
That dude's so jacked. I see you out there, Pat. Keep it going, man. I, I, I wish. If I had, if, if I, if I looked like Pat, I wouldn't own shirts. I'd just walk around. Yeah, at work. I'd have garbage all over me, but damn it, I would look good. <laughs> you know, people are telling Pat to take stuff off. They're, they're handing it to me, telling me to put more on. There we go. What else do I got? Dave Nielsen. Andy Bezo. Clayton, Clayton Gaynor. That, that was just a pop Josh Mazer who's listening out there. Wade Belak and his Coventry Blaze card. Ken Belanger. There's a guy I could probably do a player spotlight on. Ken Belanger. Very underrated. Unfortunately had to retire with the head issues. But damn. Solid man. Solid. Sean Pete, if you're listening out there, I picked up your Kingston Frontenac card. I'll put a picture of it on my social media later. But yeah. He's, he must obviously have jaw issues or something. He's rocking like the full eye tech. I don't know what you got going on. You have a visor over a visor. So yes, he must have had some facial injuries. Jason Bowen, Dodie Wood. Jamie Hearn. And the Memphis River Kings. Michael Grady. George LaRock. Terry Ryan. Jim Cummins. Kerry Clark Solar Bears. Paul Farone. Paul, I hope you're listening to this show. I've uh, I've had a couple guys talk to me that they talk to you, and uh, please, I, I would love it if you would come on the show. I'm working on it, folks. I'm tr- I'm working on Ferone. If you know Paul Ferone, send him cards and letters and tell him to get on here, but because I, I think he'd be a tremendous guest, I'd love to talk to him. Dale Henry in the San Antonio Iguanas. See, I got some uh, some really rare some rare shit there, man. Some CHL stuff. Minor league stuff, yes, there. That was a visual exercise on an audio in an audio form. So just, I'm sure that was just tremendous for all the listeners. <laughs> oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Oh, so all right, let's get into it, shall we? Um. Well, I'll talk about this first because I made this post on the Facebook page. Well, okay, I should say that. Okay, for those folks listening. Fourth line voice on Twitter. Fourth line voice, but it's written out. I can't. I couldn't use the numbers on Facebook. Um, so please friend me or follow me or that type of thing on social media. Despite me always bitching about social media, I'd like to think my accounts are kind of cool. I put up fights and fight pictures, so you know I'll, I'll entertain you that way. Um, as well as, but the big one is uh, fourth line voice on YouTube. Um, I have over 2,500 fight videos on there. Please uh, subscribe to the channel. Uh, hit the little bell notification. That way, whenever I upload something, you'll be you'll be the first to see it. Um, yeah, actually, last night I think I put up about 10 fights. It's just some old NHL stuff. I put up. Uh, I had never seen it before, but I had read about it, but I had never seen the video. Uh, it's probably out there, but I just haven't seen it. But was Cordic uh, and Probert? Kind of getting into it and Joe Lewis back in the day. I, I won't. Well, I'll put that. I put that up for you. Um, you know, uh, Craig Cox and Lyndon Byers stuff. Um, yeah, it was just going through. It was about about 87, 86, 87 ish uh, DVD. I was kind of rolling through and just putting some stuff up. Uh, Rich Pelon hammering this shit out of Bobby Smith. Um, yeah, and then actually I have some really cool, uh, really clean uh, old New Westminster Bruins footage. Um, 
and it was really cool. I had never seen the fight before, but I found a, a Mike Keane fight uh, when Mike Keane was playing for Moose Jaw, and it's, um, oh, who was it for, I can't remember who he fought for New West. His name is escaping me right now. Anyway, no, it's a really great fight, really long. They go for about 45 seconds. It's off the of news. I laugh because it's from the news, the local news. That, But in classic, back in the day, they show the entire fight. Now, I mean, the new, well, they don't even show fights on the news. But if they do, it's no two punches and whatever. The, no, this, they show, like, the entire, like, 40-second fight. And the refs, these guys just talking over it. But, um, and then Pat Bingham. And, uh, but no, it's a really cool, uh, Greg Spenrath versus Link Gates fight. And, and like I said, for, I mean, 30 year old footage, it's really clean. And, uh, no, so that was really cool. Um, yeah. And then, uh, so yeah. And, and then, like I said, I have everything sorted by league. So whatever league you're looking for, just type in a little search engine, WHL, OHL, AHL, whatever. And it'll all come up. So I'm always trying to, I'm kind of going, always going through my stuff and, and, and trying to put up some unique stuff. I mean, you know, I mean, everyone's seen Probert Cox or Trevor Tasker and San. I mean, you know, I'm not really putting that stuff up. I mean, what's the, you know, there's no need to, you know, I mean, you go on there and there's 18 people have it up. So I try to do, um, try to do kind of some unique stuff that's not on there. And, um, especially if it's like, Facebook friends or something that just started following me. I like to kind of put their stuff up so for them to see it. Um, I've I've been asked that a couple times. Like there'll be a fight that maybe say isn't you know that's two punches and they fall down or you know it's like why would you put that on there? That sucked. You know. Well, it wasn't for you. That's not why I put it on there. No, I put it on there because one of the guys follows my account or whatever, and I just wanted to hey here you go check it out because most of these guys don't have their footage. I mean, it's not like it's an NHL guy. It's like an East Coast or a Central League or or an old junior fight that these guys... They, these, well, since the day it happened, they've never seen it since, right? So it's just... It's more of a timepiece. That's why, hey, you know, or else... Because most of the time now they have like, young kids that have obviously, you know, never saw Dad play hockey or whatever. Now he's just, you know, the bald guy that drives the minivan you know, that, you know, they can't imagine playing hockey, you know, and yells at the TV at night. You know, that's what they see. But no, this gives an opportunity to see, for them to see dad when he was 18 with a mullet, you know, or you know, or 20-something fighting down in Memphis or whatever, right? That's why I put it on there. for I Because I have gotten that question a bunch of, why is that on there? Well, that's why. I didn't put it up for you, dummy. You know, so understand why I'm doing this, right? I mean, if I see a, a good fight, if I'm going through it scanning a disc and it's a good toe-to-toe bout, yeah, I'll put it on. But, like I said, if it's also a fight that has one of my uh, followers, I hate using that word, but you know what I'm saying, one of my friends or followers or whatever on social media, yeah, I'm going to put it up, you know, for them to see it. Now, if they get their ass kicked or knocked out, I pro- I'm not going to put it on there because I don't want to embarrass anybody either. So, you know, and, you know, and that... There's a few like that, so and I don't do that because that's not what the, this is. That's not what that it's about, you know. Yeah, here, show this video to your kitty. You're getting dropped. <laughs> you know, no, I'm not going to do that. That's why. Why would I do that? So no. But uh, for anybody, for those asking, I'm not saying to listen. I'm just saying. I know the people listening to this show. I, I'd hope you're smarter than that. I don't have to explain it to the listeners, the fourth liners out there. You guys know what I'm talking about, but you know what I'm saying. For the for the other f- mental midgets that are out there, 
And that's why I do what I do. So, yes, Fourth Line Voice on YouTube. Please check it out. Um, also, guys, oh, going back, uh, of course, this show, we're listening to this show. So, whatever platform you're listening to this show on, um, could you please, please download it? That's how I make my money. Download it. Don't stream it, please. If you're streaming it right now, can you stop and download it and come back? I, I sound like, I always say, I sound like Lars going, going after Napster. Um, but seriously, though, whatever platform you're on, if you could uh, subscribe to the show, because um, I believe if you subscribe to it, you get it sooner. That's what I'm told. I I don't know. I I don't know. I don't listen to my own stuff, so I I don't know when it really comes out and whatever. So, but um, I've been told if you subscribe to it, it'll come out sooner. Um, so please do that. Also, if you if you can rate and review my show, um, it helps me in the searches. Like when when you're on podcast or on Spotify or I or whatever on iTunes, when you listen to a show and at the bottom it says other related shows or whatever, that's where I would appear if you rate and review my show enough. So uh, or if somebody does like a hockey podcast search, um, that would be very much appreciated. I know I'm asking a lot right now. I I hate doing that, but you know, hey, that's what I got to do, folks. Man, we're you know, I'm just one man around here, just trying to make it. Just a kid trying to make it, man. <laughs> it's a giddy day today, folks. I'm telling you. A little weird. But, okay. Let's get on with the show here. Uh, yeah, t- 20 minutes in, let's get on with the show. Yes, thank you for staying with me. Um, I made the post the other day. Um, fight. Nobody hates fights more than fight fans. No, that wasn't... No, I even screwed up my own post. No, I think I put... No one hates the Enforcer more than fight fans. Was my post on the in the Enforcer Appreciation Group. Because that's all I've been seeing lately. And, and, hey, and believe me, folks, this is coming from the guy that yells at the clouds and hates modern hockey. I don't watch hockey anymore. Um, I mean, I see clips... I'm on social media, so I see all the fights and everything else. I see all that stuff and all the goings-on. If there's a... There's oh if there's a, a body check thrown I see that because everyone cries about it on social media but so I see that so I'm in the loop that way and I'm I and I live in Saskatchewan so it's not like I, I can escape hockey if I want to it's on every TV wherever I go so um, not in my living room but everyone else's but I do watch highlights and whatever so I always say I don't want I'm not completely in the dark and whatever like Las Vegas has a team you know like I'm not that ignorant of what's going on but I don't sit and watch games we'll put it that way, not very often but I have been reading on the Enforcer group first it's Reeves, they bitch about Reeves because he's cocky or he talks too much or he's he's arrogant because he's this and he's that and okay whatever, I'm not saying you're welcome to your opinion but now Gabriel's on there, and oh, look at him, he acts like this, and he acts like that. And I will say, um, coming from fans, I was not surprised by any of this. I've been on social media long enough to know that this isn't shocking to me that people would be shitting on him. What I found, uh, on general social media, but what I found just, not disappointing isn't even the right word, but just sort of I just head-shaking or eye-rolling, was one, this is the Enforcer Appreciation Group, and people are bitching about them. But two, 
there was a bunch of ex-players bitching about him. Which I found, like, really? You know? Um, I Like, what are we doing here, boys? Come on. You know? Um, and, uh, I don't know, oh, I called them out on it. I didn't call them out on it, but I mean, or I guess that's the phrase you want to use. But, you know, I, I went, I talked to Cam, Jan- I went back and forth with Cam Jansen's about it. He was one of them. Um, John Scott, of course, has been very vocal about it. I noticed, and then he, he oh, Scott's thoughts on hockeyfights.com. Um, you know, a hockeyfights.com, yeah. Who need, who, who needs enemies, right boys? Yeah. You, so you sure stuck to my boy William over at the biscuit though, but oh, you know. Yeah. Everybody right now is staring at their dashboard like what is he talking about? That story will come out later. I I'll have uh my boy over at the biscuit. We got lots to t- we got a few things to talk about. William, my old friend, and uh, I talked to him the other day, and uh, yeah, not really surprised. But once again, hockeyfights.com screwing the pooch. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you boys. Yeah, whatever. I have no respect for what you guys are doing or how you treat people. Brutal. It's not how you run business, up boys. Bush League. But anyway. That'll all come out, folks. That's a little tease. That'll, there, that's a little tease for you. Yeah. Anyway, so Scott's on there. Scott's thoughts are on there. And now all of a sudden, now you're backtracking, talking out of both sides of your mouth. Oh, a couple days ago, Curtis Gabriel was the biggest goof ever. And, you know, and oh, you wanted to see him knocked out. And he wasn't even in the top ten. And blah, 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 and on and on. You know, now all of a sudden, oh, well, maybe you didn't really lose that one against Reeves. Yeah, no shit. Why is everyone talking about Curtis Gabriel like it's good night Jim Kite in every one of his fights? And that's what I kind of got on cam about. 0-8. Well, is he really, though? Like, I I get I get it what you guys are saying. I get it. But going back to what I said before, I think a lot of people are also forgetting that this isn't new shit that Gabriel is doing. Cruising the red line. Everyone did it. Kanopka did it. Barnaby did it. How many fights did those guys win? No one was yelling 0-4 about those guys. In fact, most of the guys on my show have gone on about what a legend Kanopka is. And I like those two guys. I'm not I, I'm not knocking Kanopka and Barnaby. I'm a big fan of both. I'm just simply using it as an example. And as someone pointed out to Cam Jan, well, after your fights, it's like you were flexing in the penalty box as a rookie and everything else and yelling and screaming and getting fired up. You know, what's really the difference? Like, you weren't at the red line talking shit, you know? And did you have real big decisive wins in your first year? You know what I'm saying? I'm not knocking Cam Jansen. I love Cam Jansen. I'm not knocking Cam Jansen's. I was a massive fan of Cam Jansen's. I'm just simply saying, he was talking about it, and his issue with Gabriel was that he was 0-8 in his fights. Mm, again, was he though? But I get it. He needs the big signature win. Okay, I, I agree. I agree with that. I agree with what you're saying. But I also think it's being people are being very overly critical, and you know, sort of forget. Like I said, you're giving some guys passes, and then this guy, you know, and then oh, what did he cross check McDermott for? And well, because McDermott came over center ice. It's exactly why he did it. He didn't just go do it. That's why I got mad at Clifford because Clifford was doing that, and he said that to you. Don't do that. Now, for some... Oh, that's so petty. That's so stupid. Well, yeah. But that's just... It's one of those things in hockey. 
I said these, but you're the same people that love to yell about the code and the unwritten rules. But see, this is where I know you don't know about what unwritten. That's that's why the hence the phrase unwritten. But that also indicates to me that you don't know what you're talking about. You love to yell about the code and everything else. But there's things you do and there's things you don't do in the game of hockey. And the ex-players should know this. Well, they do know this. So, some of them reacting the way they did was a little disheartening because it's like, well, you know exactly why he did it. So why are you sitting here acting like, you know, you're, you're acting like Hurricane Boy 69 does about it. It's like, come on. I'm not saying Jansen's was. I'm just saying I saw other ex-player. I'm not going to whatever. But I saw them talking about it. And it's like, you know why? And like uh, John at the Hockey Fight League brought it up. There, here, there's another Hockey Fight League. Follow that dude, John. Very smart dude. Been on the show a few times. That's why I only have the smart people on. But, uh, well, I don't know about that. Well, okay. <laughs> but, uh, no, John, like John said, like it was like when Numbnuts took... Uh, the water bottle and Clarkson got all Dave Clarkson got all mad at him. Well, oh yeah, you read on social. Oh, all this over a water bottle. Yeah, that, exactly, exactly. It's a respect thing, idiots. But that's the thing you don't know. That's why you're a pick last for kickball every recess, and the closest you've come to the NA to hockey is playing it on Xbox. So you don't know. But like I said, oh, some of them become analysts on fucking Sportsnet. So, you know. But yeah, you don't know. But oh, the code! The code! Yeah, okay. Like, is is Gabriel cross-checking anyone else? No. He did it because he came over the red line. Well, that's stupid. Well, yeah, then maybe it's stupid in your mind. But you're not out there playing, so you don't understand why it happened. So, you know, if you want to go by things that happen in sport that the players do in sports that are stupid, uh, this will be this that'll be longer than Joe's Trevor Gillies interview. But no, like I said, it was um, I stamp like to see. Like I said, idiot fans is one thing because they're clueless anyway. But like I said, to see some ex players kind of shitting on them was a little, or well, not even ex ex enforcers shitting on them was a little disheartening. Um, you know, at the same, I, I, I like I said, on one hand, I understand what you're saying. Well, hey, I got a text from my brother asking me, "What the fuck don't you understand?" You know, I again, I, I think you misunderstood what I was talking about as well. No, I get, I get, I get it, I get it what you're saying. I just think it's a little you're a little harsh on it. But like I said, when I when I it's funny when I bring these points up online, all of a sudden I get anointed like I'm Curtis Gabriel's fan club president or something. You know? And like I said, oh after three weeks of this, oh, oh Gabriel Pena? Like, you know No. I always I always laugh when people use that as an argument though when you oh yeah, like the idiot in my Scott Stevens spot picker thing a few whatever weeks back. Oh, I guess you're just a big fanboy of the Dutchman from Kitchener then, eh? No, I'm just talking about logic. That's all. I'm I'm indifferent to all this. 
Like, I'm a fan of Curtis Gabriel. I like what he's doing. I've been a fan for a few years now. Going back, hey, my boy William at the Biscuit interviewed him a couple, it was a great interview. He put he put me on to Gabriel, and I checked his stuff out, and I've been digging it. He was an Ontario guy, whatever, so, I mean, I didn't get a chance to see him in junior. But, yeah, no, I've been a fan of Gabriel's for a while, so this is a new shit to me. So, but I said, when it comes to, like, whatever you want to call it, analyzing hockey or what I do on here, I'm indifferent to this shit. I don't care. It's like it's not like I'm a fanboy of a certain team. Doesn't matter to me. Are you just saying that because you're... No, I'm not just saying... I'm telling you that because that's what it is. I don't care. If Gabriel goes and does something stupid, I'll say he did something stupid. I'm not going to sit here and try to justify it. Well, that's what you do with the crust. No, I'm not. I'm just telling you why he did it. Now, you can say that's stupid by going over the... It shouldn't matter or whatever. No one else does that. Well, yeah, because 95% of the fucking league is neutered. That's why no one else does it. I saw that argument. You don't see anybody else doing that. Yeah, because they're chicken shit. And if they did it, halfway through their game, they're going to have to fight, and God forbid you do that. Like, yeah, that no, that's why it doesn't happen, because they don't have the balls to do it. Gabriel does, so that's why it happened. Cam Jansen's would... Segroy would. Guys with fucking nuts would. You know. You think Austin Matthews, if somebody skated over the red line and he was standing there, would, would cross-check him? No. Why? Because you'd have to fucking follow up with it about ten minutes into the into the game. And God forbid you do that. So yeah, no, that's why he did it. You know. No one else is. Oh, yeah, I love... Yeah, exactly. No one else is. That's the problem. You know. Like, I could tell you, oh, yeah, if Curtis Gabriel pulled that shit in the 90s, or not Curtis Gabriel, McDermott had pulled that shit in the 90s. And I like... Hey, I like McDermott. I'm a fan of both these guys. But if uh, McDermott had pulled that in the 90s, he'd have about half a dozen guys cross-checking him. So I don't know why everyone's talking, like I said, like this is new shit. Oh, I've never seen anyone do that before. Yeah, well, it's because you've been a fan for nine minutes. Idiot. Never seen, I've never seen it, so it must never have happened. Well, yeah, it did. There was hockey before 2015. Just saying. I mean, I know, I mean, HockeyFights.com doesn't know that, but, you know, some people do. But yeah, like just, again, talking about Gabriel's fights, um, again, I, I get, like I said, th- that stems where I came up with the, you know, I hate needless exaggeration. That's a pet peeve of mine. Oh, McDermott kicked his ass, destroyed him. Really? Two punches and the ref's jumping in early? That's destroying someone? Oh, Reeves uh, absolutely manhandled him, killed him. Okay. Go watch the fight. Go watch Scott's thoughts. He breaks down the fight. Even he was like, oh, well, you know, I don't know if I'd say he really won. And Well, yeah. Oh, you sure did three days ago, though. He's a piece of shit three days ago. No, go break it down. It's like, no, not really. Well, Reeves landed the best punch. Oh, yeah, okay. That's the big win now? It's interesting, these same people that love to yell that love to give McLaren the win over Parker. 
Just saying. Be consistent with your outrage, folks. Or with your uh, takes, as they say. That's all I'm asking. Of course, classic. Um, <laughs> the, NH- the NHL find Gabriel for lurking. <laughs> like, uh, what do we got? Is there a penalty now? The peeping Gabriel? That, that's the new penalty. Peeping Curtis. Seriously, I'm not making that up. Seriously. Well, the peeping Curtis thing I am. But no, they gave him a fine for lurking. For center ice for lurking. Come on, George. But I understand why Peros did it. I understand that. I can guarantee he didn't want to do it because George knows what he was doing. George knows about the red line. Of course he does. Because George would have been the one throwing the cross check. Problem is, is Hurricane Boy 69 forces George to do these sort of things. Although, I'm, you know, I'm sure some NHL teams probably whine too. I'm sure there's some teams that whine about everything and su- submit video for the league to review because they cry and cry. Oh, you got to hear some of the Junior A stories I know about. Submit and tape to the league. You can always count on a handful of the crybaby coaches that'll do it. Other coaches you never hear from. They let shit go because why? Because the boys will settle it next game. Other coaches. Oh, God. End of the world. We got to submit the game tape. Of course, most of that coach, most of those coaches, you know, you know, the highest level they played to was Tim Bits, and but they got their coaching levels, and now they're coaching Junior A. So, another reason why we have hockey the way it is. But they have their levels, though. But no, these uh, idiots on social media, and funny, Biz- Bissonette has talked about this before. Um, I have talked about this before on here. That's the problem with Peros. It was not a problem with Peros, but you forced his hand. Because all you goofs on social media highlight it. So you've now painted Peros into a corner that he has to do something. Yeah, I can, I can guarantee you. All as the as I'm sitting here, that Peros <laughs> leveling, giving out that fine, he was embarrassed by it. I can guarantee it. He was. And if you talk to George privately, I could guarantee probably three quarters of the suspensions he hands out, he's rolling his eyes for. And you want to know why a bunch of people are always crying that the NHL didn't do something? Is because you have an ex-player in charge of player safety. And he's trying to leave it up to the players. He's really trying. But unfortunately, with cameras everywhere and social media the way it is, it's getting harder and harder. Call it by the rule book. Oh, yes. How about we get into that? That's my segue. Was that a good segue? I don't know. Got my notes here. All right. The referee, Tim Peel situation. For those wondering, what are you talking about? Well, you know how they have the re- the microphones on them, so when the penalty's announced, they have to announce it, and it comes over the loudspeaker <coughs> for the world to hear. Well, apparently, old Timmy left his hot mic on, and he was caught basically saying that he's going to call a penalty on Nashville. It was a makeup. He's got to make a makeup call. And he said it out loud to the Nashville bench or whatever. Well, that got out there and everybody whined and complained and everybody acted shocked and amazed that this would happen. Oh, he's, yeah, that's why they control the game. I always knew. I suspected, but now I know. Well, you suspected because you're fucking clueless because everyone knows that already happened. Not that they're trying to control. It's called, you know, and then all of a sudden you get the semantic art. Uh, of oh, it's game management, you know, and blah blah blah. Well, it's you're you're all saying the same shit. We're just going around and around in a circle. Everyone who's played any sport, I don't care at what level, knows about makeup calls. 
Well, that's not right. Well, there's a lot of things not right in life, Junior. But that's the way it is. And when you play long enough, you understand that. Sometimes it works for you. Sometimes it works against you. But it's all one giant... That's... What is it? I don't know. One giant blob. But there you go. That, that It's the ecosystem of sports. That's the way it is. Once again, those who never played have no understanding. And I understand those more... Like... <clears throat> I understand those are going to be those idiots out there. What I get most irritated with is, again, when ex-players, and in this case, ex-referees, jump in. Who I just who are you trying to look good for? Like I said, are you trying to look good for the woke mob? Is that what you're trying to do? Or if your bosses read it, oh yeah, good job. Way to tow the company line, boys. Don't worry, you're not going to lose your TSN gigs because you, you you might disagree. You know, you might remember your roots. God forbid. See, the problem is, I don't care that you that you say that. Well, I, I, I have an issue with you saying it, but my bigger issue is that privately, oh, I know, yeah, no, it's a bunch of bullshit. I know that's what you're doing. Again, let's go back to the word of the day. Hypocrite. Yes. Ray Ferraro, you're embarrassing. Mike Johnson, you're embarrassing. Paul Stewart, fucking embarrassing. I could go on and on. No, you know how you solve this problem? Just call it by the rule book, and that's what they always should have been doing. Letter of the law. Oh, yeah, because then we'll have five-hour fucking games. Well, then that's, that's what it takes for the players to adapt. Oh, yeah, for the players to adapt. We've done it this way your entire life, but let's wait until you get to the best league in the world going 30 miles an hour and then figure it out. We're going to do something new. Yeah. What, what, what color is the sky in your world and the moon is made of cheese? Seriously? Why do everybody? Why does everyone say playoff hockey is the best hockey? Well, I'll give you the answer. Because they let them play. Idiots. Yeah, let's call it by the rule book. Okay. Yeah, so we'll have 72 power plays. So you, I know you guys are really, really trying to make it rec, league, rec level hockey. No one touch anybody. Don't put a stick on anyone. Oh, I love oh body position. Well, that would be interference by rule by the rule book if you go by the letter of the law. Ugh, embarrassing. And and Stewart, hey, yeah, way to sewer the boys, man. What like are you? Tr- what are you trying to do? Like just oh, I'm gonna. Di- oh, I never did that. Oh, sure, Paul. Yeah, you never did that. Like, do people believe this bullshit? Are you serious? And for what? Why? Why? Like, really? Like I said, like I said before, who needs enemies? We got friends like you. Holy shit! Oh, I always mismanaged the game. Oh, okay. Well, so again, semantics. I would never prejudge a play. Blah blah blah. Well. He's not either. 
Oh yeah, he is. He said he could call one of Nashville. It's a makeup call. It's not like it. He's not. He's not creating a penalty. The guy actually did it. I mean, is not Leslie Nielsen in uh, in Naked Gun when he's umpiring? That's what you're acting like. It's not that. It's like, no, I'm actually going to call the slash this time. So, yeah, he called it because the guy actually did it. We should call that all the time. Well, then I would be blowing my whistle. I'd he'd run out. He'd have oxygen deprivation, but he'd be blowing the whistle so much. So you can you oh I'd always give the players enough rope, but then they would hang themselves. Well, that's the exact same thing. They did it enough times. That's like if it was a five on four and the D man's on the penalty kills cross checking the guy in front of the net. You you'd give him a couple because you're like it's five. I don't want to make it five on three. You know, and you'd give him a few. I, for anybody that like. For all these new age fans, I know that went completely over your head what I'm talking about. Again, it's not who this show is for. So, yeah, game management, giving them rope, whatever. You're saying the same shit that he said on the live mic. So, so get off your friggin' high horse. Oh, these white knights. Oh, look at you, Ryder. You're so woke, Paul. Give me a fucking break. Like, oh my god. And Johnson and Ferraro. Like, I could tell you, uh, Hartford Whaler Ray Ferraro would be rolling his eyes at TSN Ray Ferraro right now. And that's the sad thing. And I'm not saying as we get older we don't learn from our mistake, whatever. Yes, yes, we do. We get all that. But you should also, friggin' out of anybody, you should know that clear they can't call it by the letter of the law. You know that. So stop. So why even say it? Like you just you just look like a hypocrite. You just look like a a douche. Like you talk about a friggin' sellout. Like I said, who are you trying to look good for? The the woke mob? God, give it a rest. Because yeah, Paul, I will say the what your one statement is very true. The ignorant now think they're informed. Yeah, well, guess and guess who, you know, is giving them tools for that. Thank you. Yeah, that's the problem. These pinheads that go around social media. Like I always say, they have, they have enough knowledge to just be da- to be a little dangerous. Yeah, but no, thank you very much for feeding the ignorance. Again, word of the day, folks. I don't know. We done now? I think I think we'll call it a day. Um, guys, I have a really uh, cool, uh, fun... Jesus, spit it out, man. Okay, let's try this again. Take two. Um, my friend Steve from when Probert was King.com, he's been on this show a few times. You guys see him bouncing around social media. He has uh, started up a, a GoFundMe um, to, to resurrect, um, a, I don't want to say to resurrect, drop your gloves, but a, a drop your gloves like website 
that will be fight cards and exactly drop your gloves bigger and better and run by fight fans and to service the fight community because there is nothing out there there's no message boards anymore there isn't anything there's social media but and there's facebook but yeah and hey the groups on facebook are great but there's 25 groups all splintered all over the place it'd be great like i said when i was talking to steve the other night we're recording if we could get everyone under one umbrella i think that would be awesome so it'll be like mecca you know you can come for fight cards for old um articles uh, message boards videos and uh speaking of curtis gabriel oh that that gabriel again but he gave he, he's putting money to the GoFundMe. He always he was already tweeting about what a fan of Drop Your Gloves he was. And he wants to see it come back. So hey, Curtis Gabriel, there you go. Remember that before the next time you shit on him. He's trying to bring you back your fight sites. But uh, no, I've uh, I, I hope I encourage everybody to please. I know it's tough times. Um, if, whatever little bit you can to donate would be great. Um, like I, I've I've said a bunch of times. Um, Believe me, with Steve at the helm of this, you're it's in good hands. Uh, legit guy, great dude, um, trustworthy, and as pat there is nobody more passionate about the hobby than Steve, and and preserving fight history than Steve. And um, like I said, we all bemoaned and cried and bitched about why it's gone and oh woe is us and it's terrible. None of us did anything. Steve was the first one to uh, you know grab the bull by the horns and show some initiative. So I think we could help him in his venture. I hope everybody will donate. Um, uh, John Searson, another guest of the show, great dude. Um, you know, he has said, "Hey, for twenty-five bucks, you can choose five DVDs from my collection." And uh, hey, that's great. You can get some DVD. I know it's DVD. Oh, it's old school, whatever. But hey, it's D- the the fight site's about all about old school. So how about DVD? You're lucky he's not giving you VHS tapes. Hell, if it was me, I'd give you beta. But uh, no. Five DVDs, twenty-five bucks. Money goes towards the fundraiser. You get five fight DVDs out of the deal. Great idea by John. I really hope people take him up on it. Um, what I what I propose, I'm going to do. Um, I've been racking my brains for different things. Um, I mean, everybody knows I'm a pitcher guy. So my 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 thing. I'll post this out on social media. You know, kind of got to keep it a little bit on the low low. But uh, what I would like to do. Um, for anybody listening, uh, go to Getty Images. Hundreds of thousands of images on Getty. Type in whoever you're looking for, whatever. Everybody out there has seen Getty Images. You've probably looked through the website at all the cool fight pictures or what have you. Um, if you, there's there's a reference number on each picture. Um, how about for a dollar? Go on Getty Images, find all the pictures you want, write down the reference number for each picture, and for a dollar a picture, uh, I can get those for you without the watermark and high resolution. You can, uh, I can email them to you, or we can, we'll figure out however you want them to. Um, I can email them to you. That way, you can go to, uh, you know, I'm, I'm trying to keep the cost so we don't pay for shipping and they get lost in the mail. Blah blah blah. But a dollar an image, you know, we can send it through PayPal or e-transfer or what have you. And uh, I will I will email you all your images, high resolution form. You can go to Kinkos or Walmart or Costco or wherever you get your pictures printed out. Uh, you can print them out to eight by ten or what have you. Frame them, put them up on the wall, get them to get autographed, whatever. Um, 
they they uh, I've done it. They they I've given these pictures hundreds of pictures to people, and they print out great, and uh, they look awesome. Well, I mean that's where all the all the autographed pictures come from. Where do you think they come from? So yes, but I can get without the watermark and everything else. They print out great. Dollar an image. Uh, yeah, get a hold of me. Uh, hockey fights at or the. My email address is hockeyfights at hotmail.com. That's right, it's still a Hotmail account. But hockeyfights, all one word, at hotmail.com with your reference numbers. And we will come up with uh, a type of payment. And I'll email you the the pictures afterwards. So you get them, you know, I'll do them as fast as I can. You know, a day or two turnaround, I'll get you the pictures. And I'm not saying, oh, send me a dollar. I'd like to think you would pick more than one picture. But I mean, let's—I don't want to say a minimum, but you know, eh, minimum of ten, maybe. You know, like let's do a little of something worthwhile. And uh, you know, I can guarantee if you're a fight fan or whatever, you can certainly find ten or more fight pictures on Getty. I mean, Bob Probert. I mean, there's cool Probert pictures or Twist or La Rock or what have you. Well, everyone—it's Getty images. Just type in a name; they'll stuff will come up. I mean, if you want to type in what at I don't know, Britney Spears, you want pictures of her from whatever, I don't care I don't give a shit who you want pictures of but they're a dollar each no watermark, high resolution, they look out they look great um, that'll be one of the things I'd, uh, I'm going to do for this and all the money, of course, none of it's going to mean it's all going to the site so, uh, like I said we're, we're trying to build the site back um, you get some pictures out of the deal and uh, everyone's happy, so that, that'll be one of the things I'd like to do, um, trying to come up with some other stuff. But for now, I'll post that on social media. But for those listening, there are, like I said, dollar an image from Getty. I will do that for you. Um, but let's get behind this, boys and girls, and we'll get this site up. I think it'll be great. But I have Steve on the show on Wednesday, and he is going to explain the whole deal and the genesis behind it. And Well, I think I kind of did already, but that's what's going on. I think it's a very important uh, topic and uh, like I said, as a fight podcaster, um, drop your gloves going away was terrible because, like I said, uh, well, perfect example was a Derek Reynolds. I don't have his fight card. Where can I find it? There's nowhere I can find it. You know, and it's not like oh, there's I can just go to YouTube and look at all of his. There's no fights on YouTube either. So you're kind of, did you fight this guy? Did you fight that guy? Like it sucks. You know, whereas drop your glove, I could have typed in his name. Boom. I could have had all of his fights right there. And it's a lot easier. And again, some guys there's fight cards of here and there. And if you use the Wayback Machine, it's spotty. But I can get some guys. And uh, the interviews, in my opinion, are uh, not a lot better. But I I feel more prepared uh, when I have a fight card. So losing Drop Your Gloves is a huge kick in the nuts. Um, So I'd love to have that back that tool back and uh like i said we're, we're trying to do it here folks uh hey curtis gabriel gave money hey for all you ex-players out there i know there's some of you listening i'm not saying you're millionaires or anything a couple of you got a few bucks though it'd be really cool and i know and don't lie don't be hypocrites i know you were on drop your gloves back in the day and love that site because you've all told me that you know, come on, boys, let's buck up. Let's throw a few dollars in. No one's saying it's got to be thousands and thousands, but you know, twenty bucks, fifty bucks—that's that, that's always uh, anything's helpful. So uh, 
No, that'll be uh, Wednesday's show. And uh, yeah, guys, uh, honestly, until that money gets raised, you're going to hear me talk about this because it's important. And everyone listening has was on that site a million times. So I think it's definitely a worthwhile cause. But I think that's about it. Oh, player spotlight. I almost forgot. Um, all right. Uh, the player spotlight. Uh, today, I mean, you guys know who this guy is. You've seen his fights. But I, I think he, he, he really does fly under the radar. Mark Jansen's um, really underappreciated. And uh, the reason I brought him up, like I said, I was going through the old DVDs last night. And um, a bunch of his fights were on there. And it was just like, like, a, and it was just one, it just popped into my head. Player spotlight. Yeah, just a real underrated guy. And I mean, go and watch his fights with Cam Russell or Jim Cummins or you know, um, Darren Campbell. Like, he was in so many. And, uh, you know, had a great career, played 700 games. Uh, how many fights did he have? I wrote 112 NHL fights. I think, I think there was a little more than that, but my quick math was 112. Um, but but just a, a big dude, great on the faceoffs. Um, like I said, just a solid checking center. But uh, what would and you know probably didn't go looking for it a lot. But when uh, shit went south, he was there and he could he could hang with anybody. And uh, yeah, tremendous. I'm not saying oh he won all his fights or anything, but yeah, but big dude. Seriously, go on YouTube, Mark Jansen's, check him out. Uh, you will not be disappointed. No, he was uh, he was tremendous. So there, there is my uh, my underappreciated, underrated player spotlight of the day, Mark Jansen's. All right, boys and girls, that'll be it. But uh, thank you very much for tuning in. Um, if anybody's here, if you're a new listener, because you listen to the Derek Reynolds interview or the Marco Cefalo or the Dumba or uh, any of the current interviews, um, thank you very much for coming back. Um, I, I, you know, I, I really hope you continue to listen. Um, those interviews were really well received. Um, I, 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 I joke about, oh, in United Arab and, you know, Western Asia, I'm big and all that. You know, I'm obviously joking. Um, but I will say, I know, I know for a fact that the numbers have grown lately, um, or over the last six, seven months, since I've been on the network, it's been a slow increase in listens. Um, the network's done a great job getting my stuff out there and promoting me. Um, I'm trying to be more active on social media, trying to get the word, spread the word, advertise, if you will. Um, again, I talked about it in the last episode about, I'm sorry if it's spamming your Facebook page or what have you, or tweet or tweeting. Um, but yeah, I, that's my form of advertising and I, hopefully I can get people to listen to the show. And, and I mean, I know a lot of people would probably, oh, I know Derek, he's a good guy and they listen and it's one and done. You know, they have no interest in anybody else I interviewed, but they listen because Derek's their friend. I understand that. You know, that happens quite a bit too. Uh, but it also, I, I know it's, I, I get, they, it, it attracts future listeners as well. And people stick around. Uh, well, they might not stick around after this episode. I don't know. <laughs> what is this mud show I'm listening to? But, um, no, for the new listeners out there, and for all the listeners, but for the new ones, uh, thank you very much. Um, around here, I should have said this at the start of the show, not an hour in, but Wednesday is interview day, uh, whether it be with a former player, uh, fight fan, what have you, and then Sunday is whatever this happens to be, shit show Sunday, as Joe Lozito calls it, but usually it's I stare out the window and rant and rave and yell about today's issues or, um, as, as the weeks and months roll on here, um, I do find older articles and we might discuss, like, 
oh, the top ten of the 80s or whatever if I find an old magazine or something online. Whatever. something It'll always be fight-related. Um, and like I said, something about the history of the game or, uh, like I said, the player spotlight or what have you. So um, that's kind of what this is. So thank you very much for everybody for tuning in and for your support and for the people out there that promote the show. I see your retweets and your comments. And I've, I every once in a while I'll see somebody, oh, I, need a, I've, I need a new hockey podcast to listen to. And, you know, guys like Chris and stuff, uh, um, Searson and guys like that um, always promote, oh, Fourth Line Voice. And, and guys, I, I can't thank you guys enough for doing that, and I appreciate it. And like I said, that's for the little shows. I mean, they don't have alcohol named after us. Uh, yeah, where it's word of mouth. And, uh, you know, and uh, for all the listeners out there that, that spread the, the links or, hey, buddy, you got to check this guy out. He, he, he's, he yells and rants and raves or whatever. Or he did a really good interview with Wade Brookbank. You should check it out. I appreciate all of that because I that's what that's what keeps this show going and and um, and spreads the word is uh, is is you guys is the fight community and like go back to what I was saying with the with Steve and his GoFundMe and the and uh, with his campaign to get the drop your gloves site back up um, yeah it's all for the hobby and and we're we're trying to preserve the history of of hockey fights and uh, because if if we don't no one will and. Uh, and it takes a community to do that. And uh, I always like I've I've said this about my show before, and um, I, I'm not trying to be arrogant when I or whatever. But it's just I, I always sort of now that the message boards are gone. I said I always try to I, I try to say like this is an audio message board, and uh, like I it, with the I try to do it in the um, in the with the with the in the vein of what a fried chicken website would sound like. Um, if that makes sense. And people on fried chicken will know what I'm talking about, but, um, that's the name of an old fight message board for those wondering what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about KFC or Popeyes. Although I finally had a Popeye chicken sandwich the other night. Damn, that was good. It was, I'm not going to lie. Um, yes. See, we're staying on topic here, folks. Um, but no, I, I try to, in, in that, in that kind of flavor, I try to do, um, the old time hockey feel, and like I said, with when interviewing the ex players and that type of thing, I, I try to keep that, bring their stories um, to light, and give them a voice, and and give all the guys a voice. Because like I said, it's uh, as we see as hockey's gone on, they they're trying to shun, they they try to shut that voice up and put it in the closet. No, oh, that's the dark time. We don't talk about that. Well, no, we're talking about that here. So that's what this show is all about. That's why this. That's why I created this show because um, I had listened to some podcasts. And felt that that segment of hockey was not getting justice, and in fact getting shit on. And uh, I wanted to turn that around. So that's what I'm doing. So Joe Lazito's doing. Alec at Five for Fighting was doing. Um, yes, we're trying to not bring it back. It's never going to come back. We're not trying to say that, but at least uh, preserving the history of it and making people aware of that and the players that did that that did the role. And uh, that's the goal, anyway. But, uh, all right, guys, let's get out of here. I hope everyone had a great weekend. Um, I'm probably listening to this either uh, Sunday or Monday on your commute to work uh, or at work. Hang in there. And uh, But uh, I will talk to you guys again on Wednesday. Thank you very much, and uh, have a good day. Thanks, guys. And you people that don't like fighting, how many of you did you walk out and get a coffee while that was on?